Spider-Man Goes Treasure Hunting. Today I'm talking about Uncharted. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about Uncharted, which is the recent uh, video game movie um, based on the game series of the same name, starring Tom Holland. And I thought it was okay, uh, but there's something that irked me, <laughs> and it kind of shaded my my view of the rest of the movie. So without further ado, let's get started. By this point, video game movies are graded on a curve. Since so many of these movies have been dumpster fires, any movie that has a comprehensible beginning, middle, and end, and a characters that talk like humans, and maybe a decent action beat or two, gets at least middling reviews. And Uncharted is no different. We've got a charming Tom Holland get his, getting his action adventure on, with a solid cast around him, and some of the series' signature set pieces. Sure, I'll give that a watch. Of course, I've actually played these games, which means I might be the worst audience for this movie. Holland stars as Nathan Drake, a charming young man who works as a cheery bartender and makes money on the side by pilfering the pockets of rude, rich patrons. That is, until he's approached by Sully, a fortune hunter who believes he's found the key to a lost treasure and wants Nathan's help. Now, Nathan will have to determine friend from foe as he attempts to find a treasure he and his estranged brother talked about for years. Uncharted is best described as watchable. It is a mostly inoffensive and often fun action-adventure movie that, much like the games do, harkens back to action-adventure movies past like Indiana Jones. The locations are very nice, the actors are doing the best with what they've got, more on this later, and Ruben Fleischer is a competent enough action director to piece together some enjoyable chases and fight scenes, including a nice blend of CGI and sets for the finale. That said, there is a lot that irked me about this movie partially because it didn't learn the lessons from the games. Let's start with Sully. Casting Mark Wahlberg as Sully was the first sign of trouble to me. Not because Wahlberg is a bad actor, but he's a bad fit for this kind of part. In the games, especially the first one, Sully is decidedly older than Drake and obviously untrustworthy from the jump. He looks and acts a lot, well, like Bruce Campbell in Burn Notice, loudmouthed in louder shirts with a selfish streak. You need to believe that he could abandon or betray Drake at any moment, and Wahlberg doesn't have that kind of presence. Even when he's playing hard characters, we always assume he's going to do the right thing because he's a softy deep down. That's his type. Guys who care, possibly too much, and are emotionally immature, but still decent dudes. It means that all of the back and forth about whether Nathan should trust him or not, or what he's not telling him, feels superfluous. The movie actually works a lot better when Wahlberg and Holland play a buddy comedy duo, Sully constantly being irked at Nathan's inexperience and naivete, and Nathan is trying to sand down Sully's rough edges. That all works, but as soon as it finds that kind of groove, here comes the whole trust theme again. It reminded me a lot of the back and forth that Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull had with Ray Winstone's character. That added nothing to the film. It's just there to provide another element of tension. We've got some evil pe people after this stuff. That should be enough. Also, and this might be splitting hairs, but why would Nathan Drake trust anyone but himself at this point? He is an orphan who was abandoned by his brother and lives on his own. His life seems to be based around a lack of trust. 
If anything, I would think this movie should be about Nathan and Sully bonding and learning to care and trust one another, as you do in a standard action comedy. There's pieces of it there, but once it all seems figured out, here comes another puzzle for Nathan to solve or another twist. It's just so forced. It means there's a lot of supposedly triumphant moments that either felt inevitable or like they're there to fill a checkbox. For instance, put the next action scene here. The verdict is it's watchable but vapid. Though it has some fun elements, Uncharted's bad writing choices let it down. 5 out of 10. This has been Scott's Off Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Off Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.